0: discussing the issues that actually matter finding the answers using logic and reason klz 560 presents rush to reason now here is your host john rush and i'm your host john rush rush to reason klz 560 Our number two is upon us jeff clayton joining us now and uh, jeff we're going to talk about colorado bill 21062 before we do that though what is your background
1: Uh, Well, I'm a licensed attorney in Colorado. Don't hold that against me. And I uh, previously worked for uh, the last two chief chief justices of the Colorado Supreme Court.
0: Awesome. And you are also the executive director of the American Bail Coalition. Is that correct? I am. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining us. I appreciate it very much. Let's talk about Colorado Senate Bill 21062, which would remove law enforcement's authority to make arrests of those charged with nearly all misdemeanors and a large percentage of felonies. So what's wrong with this bill to start with?
1: Well, uh, as George Brockler called it today in the Denver Post, it's a stay-out-of-jail-free card. Mm-hmm. Uh, in other words, you never get arrested in the first place, and then when you do, there's really no bail. Uh, and So they've carved in some exceptions, but there's still some serious crimes in here, including, you know, mutilating dogs and cats, uh, possess- illegal possession of bombs, and, and the list goes on.
0: What's the—I guess I'm trying to understand this, as I always try to do, although sometimes I don't really understand what some folks do when they try to pass— you know certain legislate certain legislature but i i don't understand what the i guess what's the end game what you know what are they trying to do with this
1: well the legislation sponsored by the ACLU i mean i think their argument is that you know we decreased jail populations substantially during covid everything is fine and therefore we should continue to decrease jail populations and as we've found out everything is not fine in Colorado right now when it comes
0: to increases in crime do we really have jail overcrowding in Colorado
1: no, not at all. Not like other states, and definitely not, you know, post COVID. I mean, I don't think we have a jail really overcrowding problem hardly at all.
0: I, for some odd reason, I kind of already knew that answer. I just was, uh, I guess, again, I look at this, Jeff, and at times I'm just, I'm trying, I'm head slapping. Really, I'm like, wh- why do we need this in the first place? I mean, if we get to the point, I mean, maybe I'm wrong in my thought process, Jeff, but if we get to the point where criminals feel like and by the way, I think this applies even to some, you know, some of the you know, regular Joes that are out there. If there's no punishment for a crime, then why not just go do the crime?
1: Absolutely. And, you know, we got an email from a sheriff in Colorado who shall remain nameless who said, uh, Suspects, tell my deputies there's nothing you can do, and if you arrest me, I'm going to get out for free anyway, so why bother? And, you know, that tells you everything you need to know.
0: Well, and, you know, and no offense, they're right.
1: Yeah, at this point they are, and you know, you also had you know Boulder business owners from Pearl Street coming down saying the situation's so bad right now that we don't need anything else because our employees are subjected to physical violence in order to just do their jobs on the Pearl Street Mall.
0: Yeah, I was up there not that long ago, uh, Jeff. Actually, a few Friday nights ago, and you know, that's a town that literally I grew up in. I watched the mall actually go in. You know, long before the mall was there, we used to have Fourth of July parades down Pearl Street before they. Decided to shut all that off and put the mall in in the first place, but you know it used to actually be a fun place to go. You'd go up there, you'd watch the street performers. It was actually an enjoyable place. Jeff, it's not that way anymore.
1: Yeah, it's not. And you know, the Boulder chief of police was down testifying at the hearing, and what she said was what we all know, which is these are the repeat criminals or drug addicts who are doing it over and over and over again, and we've got to do something. And giving them free bail and no arrests is not going to be the answer.
0: Well, and I think that we found here recently, even through some things out in Aurora, that the reality, Jeff, is a lot of our homelessness are not people that are down on their luck. These are people that have chosen a particular lifestyle. They know that here in Colorado and in Denver especially, they're getting a free pass on a lot of the things even that you just said a moment ago. Therefore there's no incentive for them to leave. In fact, they at times, I believe, and maybe I'm wrong in saying this, but I feel like they have more rights at times than I do as a solid, tax-paying, law-abiding citizen.
1: Absolutely. My dad was a career cop, and he said, maybe it's time to join the other side, uh, because they have more rights going than, you know, if you actually follow the law and this sort of thing. And you're right, a lot of these guys make the choices to do that, and it's sad, they're addicts, etc., 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 but yeah, you know, the answer isn't to get lighter on them and hope that they're going to, you know, reform themselves.
0: Where does this bill stand right now as we're talking? Where is it at in the in the process?
1: Well, it's gotten out of the Senate Judiciary Committee on a on a partisan vote. Uh, it'll have to go to the Appropriations Committee and then it'll be heard before the full Senate. And it's got to go all the way to the House. And of course, uh, you know, we don't know where the governor is on it yet.
0: Where do you feel like the rest of the? you know, Senate and House members are on this, and we already know that we're in a very blue state, so unless there's somebody that's on the other side looking at this saying, wait a minute, wait a minute, I can see through the, the guise of what's going on here, and they they vote accordingly. My problem, Jeff, is I, I just don't think there's anybody on that side of the fence with enough brains to do so. I'm sorry, I'm being honest.
1: Well, I think people are starting to wake up on that issue and this crime issue, and the, you know, the article in the Denver Post the other day when the chief of police is saying, you know, These people are getting out before the ink is dry on the report or we even finish the reports. People are starting to wake up, I think, and, you know, hopefully uh, something like this can at least be modified or shrunk down to where it doesn't have such a dramatic impact, which is what we think it will have.
0: Or just, let's face it, let's go away. Let me ask you another question. Are there, you know, are there laws or is there legislation that we do need that would, you know, help those of us that are tax-paying, law-abiding citizens live our lives you know, uh, free and and, and without fear in in Colorado from, you know, some of the things you just mentioned, even up on Pearl Street Mall. Are there things that we actually need, legislatively speaking, that we're missing?
1: Well, maybe. I mean, I think the trend on the bail uh, side of things is to uh, reduce free bonds for serious, violent, and repeat offenders. And we're seeing that all across the nation. Uh, The state of Utah just uh, repealed a bail reform bill from last year that we expect the governor to sign uh, due to... Uh, the continued free bonds that are going on. And the Harris County DA, uh, Houston, testified this morning in Texas that they had a new record. They had a guy who was out on 18 bonds wow, for 18 separate criminal charges. And, you know, at that point, you just got to throw your hands up and say, come on.
0: So when you say, make sure that everybody out there listening understands, when you say, you know, a free bond, what do you mean by that?
1: Well, in Colorado, we call that a personal recognizance bond, which is basically you promise to appear, and if you don't, you know, Oh well. oh well. There's
0: no consequences. Where normally, if you've got a a bail bondsman, uh, where you've actually had to go out and actually buy, you know, buy, you know, basically get bail, buy yourself out of jail, if you would, quote unquote, uh, there's some consequences not showing up, right?
1: Absolutely, and the you know the co-signers are jointly and li- uh, severally liable with the bail bondsman. It's usually not the defendant who bails himself out. So you've got a web of, you know, incentives of people who have to make sure you get there or they forfeit a 10-time penalty, which is a major uh, incentive that you don't have when you simply ask a repeat criminal defendant uh, who we know is going to do it again to simply show up for court, and guess what? They don't.
0: Yeah, Yeah. no, that makes, makes total sense. No, I, I appreciate you joining us, Jeff. In fact, as this goes through the process and we get a little further along, we'd love to have you back. This is good stuff and something I want to keep talking about, so I appreciate you joining us. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. You're very welcome. Jeff, thank you very much. I appreciate it. And, folks, if you want to keep tracking this, that is Colorado Senate Bill 21062-21062. Affordable Interest Mortgage is next. Kurt's going to join me at 5 o'clock.